Meow. Meow. Hello, hello. Welcome back. It is so good to be having you. I'm really glad you're here with me today. Today's Sunday. Clapping. Uh, it's Father's Day. It's also Other Mother's Day. Happy Other Mother's Day to you and yours. And happy Father's Day. Happy Joyous the Sperm Work Day to everyone. Really glad to have you all here. Uh, also, it's the Manitoba Marathon today. It was ran. Some people are probably still running. I know I would still be running. I'd probably still be running next week. Probably next week, Sunday, would be the seventh day anniversary of my completing the Manitoba Marathon. So I was reading online today about the marathon because I was shitting and it was on Facebook, so I read it. I don't want you to guys think, you know, that I'm actually giving a shit about anything or looking anything up or showing general concern for others because I don't have any and that's the truth. So what I learned is that uh, the marathon helps raise money for people living with a mental disability. So I'd like to thank all of the runners and with my share of the proceeds, I will be buying a new rape whistle. Huh? Hey? Ooh. Oh yeah. Lame jokes, rim shots. We got them. We got them. Yeah. All right. So that's Father's Day all covered, all wrapped up into a pretty little package. Or other Mother's Day. Maybe you're my brother from another other mother, y'all. <laughs> I'm on fire. I can't. There's not enough rim shots in the world to cover this show. I tells you what. It'd just be back to back. It'd be back to back to back to back to back rim shots. <laughs> Oh, and you've got it. You've just, you just fucking got it, you know? Thank Jesus. I've been putting up a show about every seven or eight minutes for the past month, really. I've gotten this new bandwidth. I feel really secure. I'm quite confident in myself lately. Probably really shouldn't be, but I am. I feel good. I feel like I've got things to share and tales to tell and the like, you know. So we are going to Mexico in July as a family. Why? Why would anybody go to Mexico in July? That is a very good question. I, I don't rightly know. Uh, Sarah's brother is getting married and he wants, uh, basically we're crashing his honeymoon. But he welcomed us. He asked the whole family to go. Sarah's dad is paying, so I'm very gladly going. Even though I don't know why anybody would want to go in July, but whatever, that's cool. It's only going to be like 45, 45 degrees with a humidex probably. And uh, I just, I work outside all summer, so you know how much I love to sweat. Love it. My favorite thing. Did I tell you how many times I got diaper rash last summer because of how fat and sweaty I was? Yeah. Thank God this summer isn't nearly as hot because, uh, yeah, last year was pretty brutal. There's nothing like being fat and sweaty and sitting in your own sweat and sitting in your sweat for so long that you develop a diaper rash because you're a big, fat, disgusting pig. You're welcome. Too much information. So in order to go to Mexico, you have to get shots because it's a dirty, filthy, stinkhole country. Okay, it's not. It's not. But you do need to get, like, hep A, your hepatitis A and B shots, the twin ricks, if you will. So we did that. And we went to, uh, there's a place in the city that sells, like, Tilly hats and uh, money belts and dumb shit exclusively for travel. Pardon me, exclusively for travel. So that's where we went to get the shots. And there's a nurse there. At least I think she was a nurse. I didn't check her credentials. I don't really. She was wearing scrubs. Really, that's good enough for me. You know what? That's all I really need to know. Did she have a stethoscope? Oh, shit. She didn't have a stethoscope. Wait a minute. She had a 
She had a Domo jumpsuit on. She wasn't a nurse at all. I'll jump to her pump, son of a bitch. Had. Just kidding. <laughs> they can't all be winners, okay? Can't all be great whistle jokes. All right, so we're, we're there. They have various items, and it was a playful group that worked there. I, I could tell that they got jokes. They liked jokes. I was pretending to have a competition with Sarah as to who would finish the application or the written form first, and then I won, except I missed a huge part, and then the race was on, and then she won. It was really irritating because she fucking wins everything, and it's really not much fun. So we're sitting there, and I can hear a woman saying, oh, my husband could really use a pair of these. Yeah, he works outside when it's like plus 40 all day long. He could really use these. And I thought she was going to come over with like a pair of sunglasses or something. So she comes over to show the girl that's running the, that's jumping to my pump or whatever, the inoculation thing. She comes over and she shows the girl like a, like a bum mannequin, like a mannequin that's just a, ma- a man's crotch pretty much, a little bit of leg, a butt, and uh, the crotch. And she's she's got like a pair of underwear on this little mannequin. And it's pretty see-through. Like it's, uh, it's pretty see-through. And I was like, well, what's so fucking great about this underwear? So I said, well, what's so great about that underwear? And she's like, oh, look inside. So I looked inside. And again, I, I don't know very much about uh, a man's bits and pieces, his nuts and bolts, if you will. But it had a divider, like, okay, you know, normal uh, boxer briefs, right? So you'd pull them on. But this one had kind of like, you know how I was saying before, it had a bit of a cup in it. Like it had two inch, um, kind of like a mesh uh, insert in there to kind of cup your balls away from your the sides of your legs. It was kind of meant to encase the testicles so they don't kind of like spread out and get all mushy everywhere, I guess, and cause any kind of chafing. So I was like, huh, all right. She's like, I'm like, come here, let me, let me feel in there. Cause I wanted to feel what that like mesh, cause it looked like pantyhose. And yes, Courtney, I was, I told this story to Courtney and she's like, why is it okay for you to say pantyhose, but you can't say panty? And I don't fucking know why. Okay. It's just okay. Maybe it's because it's like two words in one. Maybe it's because a dirty old man has never said pantyhose to me. Actually, a dirty old man hasn't really said panty, but whenever somebody says panty, it makes me think of a dirty old man, but pantyhose is perfectly fine. I don't know why that is. I just have a weird association with that. Anyway, let's say nylons for the sake of conversation. We'll say nylon. It felt like a scratchy, itchy nylon. Like, why would you want that in your nether regions? Women hate nylons. Why would you want that scratchy, rough material on your balls of all things? And we all know how fucking sensitive those are, you big fucking crybabies. So I said, okay, well, they're a little bit scratchy. And then I, I looked at the front and I, I all, you know, I don't really go into that kind of department in a department store, but this mannequin, he had a very generous front. Like, I, I don't know if it's made to make men feel inadequate more than they probably already do, but like he had a lot of junk in his front. Like he had a crotch full of something. I don't know. It was pretty weird. So if you, you know, if you have a chafing problem, head on down to your nearest travel leisure center and you can get uh, a pair of really itchy see-through underwear. Ooh. <laughs> All right, so then we head inside. And we start talking. She's asking us where we're traveling to. Uh, she, she talked me into a fucking tetanus shot and the Twin Ricks. And Sarah, due to Sarah's parents uh, doing a shoddy job at immunizations, she had to get a measles, mumps, rubella shot, a tetanus shot, and the Twin Ricks. Eee, youch. And the tetanus shot fucking hurts the next day. Like, it still hurts. I had that done on Thursday and my arm's still fucking sore. 
so we're talking, where are you guys going, Mexico? And she's like, in July? It's like, yeah, I know. Why? Why would anybody go? And Sarah tried to sell her the same way she tried to sell me. Well, you can sit inside. They have air conditioning. They have all you can drink. She's like, they have a swim-up bar. And I looked at her, and sometimes I forget, you know, what 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 normal people are like. I just kind of get into my own zone, and I'm just like, I forget that I'm inappropriate. And I look at her, and I'm like, hmm, so you think swim up bar is a selling feature and she's like well yeah you just swim up you get a drink and I was like that swim up bar is 50% urine it is easily 50% urine and then the nurse is kind of looking at me but she smiled so I was like okay we're good she's not going to call the cops nothing's going to happen here and Sarah's like what do you mean I said do you think anyone who is outside 40, 45 degrees in the humidex is going to get up out of the pool to go and urinate at an all-you-can-drink swim up bar? Do do you think anyone is leaving? And do you think the bartender gives a flying fuck? He's not in the pool. He doesn't give a shit. But I tell you what, if I was the bartender and someone's slamming back four, five, eight, fifteen beers and not getting out of the pool, your goddamn rights is full of urine. Get out of the pool, take a piss. But you know what? If I were to go in there, I'm not getting out of the pool to take a piss. But you'd never feel the temperature change because it's always going to be super warm because it's full of urine. Jesus, that's a selling feature? Come on! Alright, so that's how I felt about that. Next up, we're going to talk about a playdate. So I went on a playdate to one of those places where you, it's kind of like a huge, like, kids place. You climb up nets and it kind of feels like boot camp a little bit, like a sweaty, sweaty boot camp. And man, we went on a Saturday, on a rainy Saturday. That place was filled with kids, filled with kids. Like it was like Lord of the Flies. It was absolutely terrifying. And my kid's like two in a bit and he's pretty big for his age, but he's not like seven-year-old big. So he's like, let's go in there. And I was like, oh God, I don't want to. Because children and puppies in in a huge amount are fucking terrifying to me. I don't like small spaces. I don't like other people's kids. I don't like big crowds. And now this is like come to like the pinnacle of a lot of my fears all wrapped into one colorful play structure. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I need to get over myself. I need to do what's best for him. I have to show him that I'm not afraid so that he won't be afraid. Because if I act like a big puss puss, he's not going to want to go. And then I'll have, I'll have passed on my stupid fears to him. And I really don't want to do that. I really don't want to do that. So I have to fucking suck it up. We climb up this netting, surrounded by children. I'm in tiny little spaces. And I've come to the conclusion yet again that kids are assholes. So I'm with my friend and her little girl. And her little girl is quite little. Like, she's really small. So we're going up there. And then there's this one asshole kid. Skinny, little, dirty, ginger kid. Looks like... Honestly, it looks like he needs a fucking smack in his little bitch mouth. And here's why. They have, like, these things hanging off the roof... It's kind of looks like a body bag. Oh, wait, is that a body bag? A punching bag. I, no, I wanted him in a body bag. Sorry, that was totally Freudian. Freudian. Mm-hmm. So he's like swinging this punching bag thing around. And I'm like, I caught it the first time because it almost hit Malcolm in the face. And I look at him. And then he looks at me. I let go of the bag thinking, okay, you know, he knows somebody's behind him. He's not going to swing it. He looks me dead in my fucking eyes and he swings it at my kid again. So I grab it again and I'm staring him down. And you know what he says to me? He doesn't say it out loud. I shouldn't say he says it to me. He mouths, 
I'm going to punch you in your face. Okay. So I'm obviously sitting in my basement and not in jail right now. So we've come to the conclusion that I've let that go. And I didn't slap him in his skinny little stupid fucking pale face ginger mouth. I didn't do that because I'm an adult. I let it go. I let it go. But I have memorized that child's face. And if I see him as an adult, I may accidentally run him over with my fucking car. Not, I'm not saying for sure. Just saying it's possible. It may be probable. He's in here. He's on my list. I will not forget. Not only do I share the physique of an elephant, I have the same memory as well. Yeah, right? Fucking right. Fucking right. That was great. Fucking right. Okay. So that's my first interaction with a child. And I'm like, okay. And then my friend that I'm with, she's like, did he just fucking say that he's going to punch you in the face? And I said, yeah. Yeah, he did. So we keep walking. Okay. Ginger's gone. Good riddance. And there's another kid and he's about three and he's standing on like these steps and he's pissed himself. So I'm like, okay, well that happened. So I'm looking around and I catch this guy's eye and I'm like, is that your kid? Yeah. Yeah. He just, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You guys okay? Yep. Yeah. 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 And I'm, I know at some point I'm going to have that moment where my kid is in a fucking jungle gym and he's raining urine down on several other kids. Eh, you know going to happen. So that was cool. And then we climb up and it's, I cannot tell you the heat, the heat that children give off. My God. And there was like a bunch of little reserve kids there. Very cute. Very well-dressed, very obese. Holy fuck. They were really nice kids, really well-behaved, but man, they were huge. They were painfully huge, like high blood pressure, huge. I felt so bad for them because they couldn't run and play and climb like all the other kids. It was like, it was like they were little old men, little old fat men in cute little t-shirts trying to climb and run and play. Oh, fuck. It just broke my heart. Somebody somebody make vegetables and fruit cheap in northern communities because it's just not fucking fair that they have to pay $11 for a can of pears. Like, it's just not fair. They need a, They need a chance. They need a fair chance. And then I heard this other story that they're like wild dogs on some of these reserves. So even if they wanted to go out and play, they can't because they might get mauled by rabid dogs like what it's like a third world world country in this in this within a country it's a third world country within a country and it's just not right i don't know i'm you guys figure this shit out i'm not i don't know all i need is my rape whistle that's all i need i'll just keep blowing it and eventually the government of canada i'm sure will take care of it i'm sure it will i'm sure it will happen so we get up we get up we keep, we're climbing we're proceeding to the top and there are these uh tube tube slides uh I don't like being enclosed like that and I sure as hell don't like it where there's the potential of another child coming down the slide immediately behind us. So my, my kid's like, oh, oh, wow, let's go down there. And I was like, are, are you sure you really want to go down there? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, let's go. And it's like the tube slides and it it kind of like wraps itself in a circle like it's really tight, uh, kind of like a coil. So you go all the way down. And what I didn't realize before... I actually slid down this slide is um, I'm actually wearing the same shorts today and uh, just here, I'll, I'll make, see if I can make them make a noise. Like, do you hear how shushy they are? They're very shushy. So what I didn't realize is this shushy pant material uh, going down the slide makes you go 
really fucking fast, like really fucking fast. Like I was like trying to slow us down with my sweaty, terrified palms on the side of the slide and it to no avail. We, uh, we went a really fucking fast and I was like, holy shit, like I'm going to make, I'm either going to make a Sanchez and Malcolm sized hole in the wall because we're going so fucking fast or I'm going to get to the bottom and land on my son and crush him to death. So that's, those were my two concerns and turns out what I had to do, I don't know how, what happened. Cause I don't really, I'm not really fast. I'm not very athletic, but we went really fucking fast. We got to the bottom and there was something that kicked in mother's instinct or fucking, I don't know, some kind of, some kind of something. I don't even know what we get to the bottom of the slide and I'm like, holy fuck, holy fuck. And then my feet hit the ground. I picked my kid up and I just ran like 10 steps. And that's how I slowed down fast enough to not crush my, crush my kid or fucking end up in the drywall. So mother's instincts, you know, that's, it's hard to beat that. You can't, you can't beat that. All right. So we've covered fat kids. We've covered the, uh, swim up bar. Oh, orange is a new block. I forgot to talk about that. So you know how I've been putting out a podcast every, uh, too much, too many times. Uh, I also have been neglecting Orange is the New Black. And that came out, I think, last week, Friday. And just yesterday, I've been able to watch seven episodes. Don't ask me how I found seven hours, because it's none of your fucking business. And if I decide to give my kid gravel, that's up to me, okay? You just, you just keep on keeping on, okay? Fucking judge me. Uh, right, so... I've seen seven episodes and it's really good. I like it. It's quick. It's quippy. We're getting to know some of the ladies in there, feel for their pain, how they've been disadvantaged and how they coped with that. And like, there's a phrase that I really enjoyed. I'm not going to do any spoilers. So don't worry. Cause I haven't seen the end. So I can't spoil shit yet, but call me like when we both finish episode 13, just give me a call. We'll talk about it. Do people call, do we'll text about it. Maybe we'll text about it. Let's, yeah. Maybe you don't want to talk to me on the phone. Maybe this is the extent of our relationship and I have to be okay with that. I have to learn that this is us and it's all we'll ever be. And that's okay. I live to love you, man. Love you. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that's over. So orange is the new black. The, my favorite phrase as of yet is clitorference. That's right. Clitorference. Referring to, that's like a, the female cock block, if you will. I really enjoy that. Sometimes I wish I was single just so I could use that phrase. But uh, I don't want to be single and I don't want to date. Ever again, really. If I could get away with that, that would be great. Because I think, I think charm is just kind of like you just get what you get and then if you use it all up, it's gone. Who am I kidding? I'm so charming. I've charmed your pants right off. Have I not? Yeah, you're not wearing any pants. But you're driving a school bus. Maybe, maybe you should put some pants on. Just a suggestion, right? Whatever. That's that's super cool. The other phrase that I that I really had to Google because I'm a square. Yeah, I did the I pantomimed. I did a little bit of a charade there. I formed a square with my two index fingers, like they do on the TV. So if you're wondering, I'm still doing it actually right now. Uh, you can feel free to do it as well. It'll be kind of a bonding moment for us. One of the chicks said, "Black don't crack." I didn't know what that meant. I had to look that up. And I was like, Sarah, what do you think that means? 
I don't know. And I hate, I hate when we ask each other questions and I hate when I do it on this show too, that it's like, you can look that up. It's not like the old days where you'd have to take someone's word for whatever the hell information you're looking for. It's like, yeah, no, totally. Yeah. No, I learned this in school. Now it's like, I have a computer and I'm still too fucking lazy to look it up, but I'm going to put a stop to that right fucking now. I looked it up and it means that black people don't age as bad as like white people. I don't want to be some kind of weird reverse racist, but I'm going to go with that. Like I see, oh, here's a funny story. That's not that funny. And it proves my point. So uh, I'm delivering mail to this. Yeah, all my stories start with mail or fat kids. Mind your own fucking business. Actually, don't mind your own fucking business. I need you to mind my business because that's why we're here together. So I'm delivering mail. I have a registered letter for this gentleman. We should make up a name. Uh, Rico Suave. And I go to the buzzer. I see the last name Suave, initial R, and I buzz. Uh, And they answer. And I say, hi, uh, this is you know, such and such. I have a registered letter here for Rico Suave. Oh, he doesn't live here. I was like, sorry, he doesn't live here. Oh, okay. Uh, the last name says Suave on the, on the buzzer here. Yeah, no, I don't know that guy. People have been looking for him for a long time and I don't know, I don't know him. I don't know where he lives. I live here with my parents. And I was like, hmm. Okay, but I'm not fucking Columbo. You know, I left my trench coat at home. I don't, I'm, my job is to just attempt. They have refused it, and I will take it back. That's all I can... Like, I'm not going to go up there with a fucking lie detector kit and find out who's who, because I just don't really give a shit, and uh, I, don't, I don't fucking get paid for that. So I'm like, all right. I canceled it. I returned to sender. Unknown. So go in there. And I never paid attention to his name before, but now I now because if I just had the whole buzzing experience and I start plugging the mail in and then I see, oh, hmm, apartment 101, Rico Suave. Hmm. Oh, another Rico, 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 Rico. Like he's get he's got six fucking letters and they refuse the register. Like why? Right. And then I go back to the guy at the end of the day to the guy that used to do that route. And I'm like, does Rico Suave ring any bells with you? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Apartment 101. And I was like, yeah. I'm like, does he live there? So he says, I think so. He's like, black guy? He's like, I don't know, 70, 75 years old? I thought, that fucker. Like, but whatever. Again, I don't care. It's none of my business. So the next day, I go up to that same floor, and I have something for his neighbor. So I see his door open after I'm done with this lady, and this guy came out, black guy. He he was 77 or 72 or whatever. He looked like fucking, he looked like 50, maybe 50. Holy shit, black don't crack. Anyway, long story short, he looked young. Now, couldn't I have told you that story in about mm, 40 seconds? Did I have to really, did I, does anybody care about the mail? I don't think so. I don't think so. I have to be like your fourth favorite mailman, right? Cliff Clavin, of course. Newman, of course. But I mean, other than that, Postman Pat? Postman Pat, Postman Pat. Postman Pat and his black and white cat. Hey? Yeah. And Manny the mailman. He's another good mailman. That's that's four. I have to easily be your fourth or fifth or seventh favorite mailman. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's been 23 minutes. I told you four boring stories and uh, wish you a happy Father's Day. I think that's about it. Yep. All right. Well, uh, if you need me for anything, you can friend me on Facebook. Sandra D. Sanchez, same on Twitter, changeofaddress69 at gmail.com. You can do that. You can like the Change of Address Facebook page. You can 
Go fuck yourselves. I'm going to give you a big cyber hug for Father's Day. Um, I was actually thinking since I'm kind of a dad, I really, really hope I'm not the kind of dad that checks out his son's girlfriend when he's like 18. I really think I could be that kind of dad though. I guess only I can prevent forest fires or prevent uh, creepiness. Meh, I'll, I'm going to look. I'm going to try and look subtly, but I'm going to check her out. She better be good enough for my son. Okay, speaking of my son, my lovely little handsome devil. My little funny, smart, handsome devil. He's got an allergy test tomorrow. Please, Jesus. I don't want him to be allergic to eggs anymore. I really would just like that. It's highly unlikely that he's grown out of it already. But I just want him to be able to eat a muffin or a cake and not worry about him having a fucking crazy reaction. He did have a crazy reaction once where his eyes uh, just about swelled shut. Swole shut? I don't know. I'm not up to that... Uh, lingo not exactly a very good english speaker if you will so i don't even really know what that reaction was from because i don't even know what he ate because i really don't know why that happened but if you're interested in hearing that story uh that's a return to sender show called a tiny china man because he was all squint-eyed and uh swollen yeah yeah little uh racial profiling there little uh Little racist joke. So tomorrow we go see. I think what they're going to do is poke his skin and then they put like a concentrated liquid egg thing on his arm. I just, I just, I'm not expecting him to outgrow it. My hopes aren't up. I would just really like him to be able to eat baked goods because then we can kind of just relax for a bit. We don't have to worry about every little thing, but something tells me he won't have outgrown it. But 80% do, so maybe he will by the time he's five. It'd be so great if he had outgrown it now. Can you just do like a little voodoo prayer or rain dance or some fucking shit? Or an egg jig or something? I just uh, would really like this to happen for him because there's so many delicious foods out there. How about a frittata? Maybe maybe Malcolm would like a frittata. Hmm? You think he'd like a frittata? Yeah? Yeah, I'm sick of me too. I don't, I don't even know why I fucking bother. Okay, I'm going to leave you with Malcolm singing, well, kind of singing the theme to Thomas. Thomas the Train. They're two, they're four, they're six, they're eight. Pick up a gun and shoot me in the face. Hey! You're down the blue, you will do. Always wait with Thomas and Dane. Starting and Dane and Thomas. Always wait, being down the blue, will you for do. Always wait with Thomas and Dane. Home and 